Welcome to the Boardwalk Breakdown Podcast, featuring Michelle Riley, Michael Cross, and me, Brendan O'Neill. Basically, we're fans of the HBO show Boardwalk Empire, providing some analysis and silly commentary. If you have any comments or questions, you can contact us on Twitter, at Boardwalk Break. Enjoy the show. Alright, Season 3. Let's do this. This are, is where... Are we rolling? We are... We're rolling We're tape. always rolling. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've been... Jeez, the lost tape for real. Alright, Season 3, all I have to say is holy shit. Alright, Chip. This is when... Chip blew my mind. I would say, and everybody would say... Sort of a carryover from the finale of season two. This right. is when Nucky is in full gangster mode. Yes. Season t- three premiere uh, takes place on New Year's Eve, nineteen twenty-two. Yeah. 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 We fast forwarded a year or two. Yeah. Jip has to be the craziest introduction of all time. When he kills that guy trying to help his team get a, a, a yeah. tire back on his. I mean, just <laughs> violence. I mean, violent, oppressive, no offensive, reason. devastating. The guy is just totally crazy, and it's, his performance is mesmerizing. Let's just say on the list of characters that are compelling. Oh, my God. He is definitely at the bottom. And, and there's a part <laughs> of me that He's at the top would, and the bottom, right? Would see right. him and, would, and just have dread, like, oh, this is going to be just a shit show. And then the other part of me was like, this guy is so committed to the crazy in him. You can't take your eyes off him. You can't take your eyes off him. I mean, I, I, I actually looked it up, and he did, in fact, win the Emmy. Yes. Thank God he did. Oh, so. yeah. That's... Time out. I want to back up to that for just a second, or fast forward to that in time, I guess. We're in season three. I'm going to talk about season four. Boardwalk Empire, not involved in any of the Emmy stuff this past week. Right. I mean, the, I think they won a one or two for like set design or, or set something. Design yeah. Or costume Who design? cares? Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, they do. But uh, yes. Listen. Well, I, as far as I'm concerned, I don't want to hear about that. Well, everybody's Steve Buscemi should win every year. Game of Thrones and everyone's into Game that. of Thrones. I don't watch games. Game of Breaking Thrones. Bad. Breaking Bad was a swan song situation. They got a lot. Fuck based you. On that. It was. Day. Breaking Bad. I wouldn't know. Breaks. I didn't watch. Fine, Breaking great, Bad. but it was a, a career achievement award. I mean, it really was. At least, I don't know. people from this series should Boardwalk Empire should have been nominated. I don't care who wins. Well, Chip blew for my fuck's mind, sake. and he was nominated and, and he won. won. Yeah. Um, and the thing that's crazy is when you think about him being Vince and Will and Grace, and and being a oh, cop. I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about at this point. Bobby, how do you say his name? Cannavale? Cannavale. Cannavale. Sure. Uh, forgive me, Bobby, if you're listening. I don't remember that. Well, he's a handsome devil. I'll tell you that right now. And he played Will's boyfriend towards the later oh, years. Oh, son of a bitch. Of Will and Grace. Mm. I never watched Will and Grace, he so I couldn't He was a cop. How could you? Okay. I what? did. I did watch it, but I didn't see the, that. Will part. and Grace was like one of my all-time favorites. I don't know. I think I had given up on sitcoms at that point. <laughs> well, I say you go back and revisit I, because you won't be disappointed. We'll and do a podcast. There you go. Right on. Anyway, Jip was just horrible. He's hands down one of the most horrible people on the He's face horrendous. of the earth. He's pure aggression. Um, the physicality of the actor really, yeah. really, he was scary. He was just yeah. scary. And he would, like I said, cause me anxiety every time I get him <laughs> on the screen because he was just 
purely aggressive in an oppressive way, in a nonsensical way. I mean, clearly the guy was, the character was not smart. Yeah. And obviously he had... Well, that's the thing. The guy is helping fix his... uh, Random guy is helping fix the tires on his sort of mobster (laughs) caravan. Right. Um... And he makes a comment here and there about the the kind of tires or, the, or uh, the, <laughs> what's wrong with his his car, and Jip just doesn't understand. He doesn't know what he's talking about because he's not smart enough to get it. Right, he loses. He it. thinks the guy's disrespecting you know what it reminded him. Reminded me of, and I hate to do this to you, but it reminded me of Shawshank. Oh yeah. Obtuse. Yeah, you, yeah. He clearly know. didn't understand the totally. word, and so he lashed out. That's totally what he is. <laughs> Shawshank. <laughs> oh, yeah, Shawshank rises again. Thank you. Well, it it also speaks to a later point when uh, when Nucky finally getting way ahead. Nucky makes the truce with Jip, mm-hmm. and he says "Bone Fortuna" to him instead right. of "Bona Fortuna." Yeah, uh, he yeah. pronounces it incorrectly, being that okay. of all things, uh, Nucky is he is not Italian, right? And he pronounces it incorrectly, and Jip being the most fucking lunatic. insane person on the planet takes it as a slight instead of someone who's not Italian who doesn't understand how to pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, Where, but again, it's one of those subtle moves within the series where you don't know if Nucky did that to be disrespectful on purpose. So you have to gauge it for yourself. That's right, Michael. And it makes Jip lose his mind, right? I mean, because it doesn't take much to make Jip lose his mind. I mean, he's clearly lost his mind before we even see him. Well, I don't know that he ever had it. <laughs> that that may be true. Um, but really, I mean, Jip is really what season two is all about. And Tabor three, Heights three. is where it's... Like, I'm sorry, season right. three is all about. Tabor Heights is really what it's all about. Jip it's and his blockade at, at the blockade Tabor, Heights Tabor Heights between Heights. New York and New Jersey. And it was a smart move, but he had to um, both infiltrate the Chicago and New York camps in order to make this work. Um, yeah. Obviously, that was a futile... A, a futile attempt, but um, well, it worked for a while. It worked for a while, but the whole the whole season is really based on how things play out in Tabor Heights. Yeah, um, yeah. we have some issues with with Van Alden going to Chicago and what happens with with the right. with the mix and the components. So I want to talk about that in particular. Yeah, I've we done, haven't even touched on the Chicago. I've yet. done my a little bit of research on Dino Banyan and the way he's portrayed in this series is fucking bullshit. Ah. And I'm taking that as an Irishman in defense of our Irish gangster assholes <laughs> in this show. He is, right, he so is portrayed as kind so of... So speak. He was the... He was Capone before Capone. He was... I mean, physically, he was much different. He wasn't this big, lanky, idiot Irishman. He was a little more squat, a little more heavy, rounder face, kind of balding... Uh, a little more of a presence than the character on the show. Right, who's quite slim. And, right, yeah. a, a, a different kind of a guy. Right. Uh, I think the guy who plays him is... No one I don't cares. Know. No one cares. Sorry, no, I, we all care. I care, though, but uh, it doesn't matter. You'll never see him again. Um, and so he was Capone before Capone. He was much more charismatic. He worked with the press. He was like the... Uh, the mayor. He was the mayor. Uh, uh, at the time... The, the the people in the area and the uh, uh, the political establishment and the, the cops and whatever knew what he was doing basically they could never pin it on him but 
he was an acceptable evil. You know, he benefited the community in an illegal way. Mm-hmm. It was Robin Hood. Effectively. I mean, not quite as nice. Yeah, not as glamorous as um, that. But he yeah. was a, a bad element, but was not sort of over the top with it. Until Torio and he got in a big battle and then took over the, 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 the town for um, the Italian side. Uh, so I have a... That was hard for me to take because I, I, I know this character a little bit better. I'm like, ah, oh, they're, they're missing an opportunity. But I think he just plays a role... It was a right. setup to move the Capone's story. So we got to follow Capone's rise. I mean, right, that, that's because that's really the story. Right. Although, side note, this did remind me of the Ben Affleck movie that, mm. where, they do the ba- where they do the heist in Usually? baseball. No. no the Town. The Town. The Town. Great movie. Because mm. the, you know, the Whitey Bulger character in yeah. The Town was a, in a florist. <sighs> and so was the... Um, Abandoning character in Chicago was also yeah. in a florist. Yeah. yeah. Now that I mean th- that was real. Right. They were both. Well, the, the town O'Banion. was a facsimile of Whitey. I don't think it actually was. Right. Whitey. No. No. I'm, I'm yeah. saying no. The abandoning character. Abandoning owned was. Schofield's florist shop. He. And we'll get into this maybe. We can. I guess we can do this. It's a, It's later on in the season, but so he is. Remember when. The Italian gangsters come in, effectively nameless gangsters, doesn't matter who it is. Um, they came in and they grabbed his hand at the florist shop. They grabbed O'Banion, shook his hand, saying they wanted flowers for whatever event, and hold, held it there and then shot him. Yeah. yeah. That's in exactly Chicago happened. lore. That's the, the, that's the famous handshake murder. Right. They, they shook his hand and shot him so he couldn't get away. And that led to the St. Valentine's Day massacre. Ah. Um, but so in the weeds in that, I think Van Alden is yes. down below or but behind the in the right. in the he's back in of the, the fire yeah, shop, yeah. sort of aware that this is happening, doesn't do anything, and 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 he's sort of a, uh, a bystander, he's yeah, an accomplice to this very famous murder. Right. Yeah. So, but so all that was good. It made sense. Um, but that was a real deal. Was the Schofield Flower Shop was there? It was actually. Across the street from a church, too, which has some significance to Abandon in some way, and it was a whole Irish Chicago Catholic Irish Catholic. Yeah, it's probably Irish the funeral fount. So, wedding flowers. Right. Yeah. Anyway, back to season one or season season three. Three. Jesus. So um, Chip, Chip just goes Chip. on a freaking rampage yeah. trying on Tabor Heights. Van Alden goes to Chicago. Eli finally gets out of jail. And what's I thought that like? was the and the. Most interesting thing of the early part of season three was Eli's relationship with Nucky, who he tried to have killed. Right. And now he's out and trying to suck up to Nucky and find a place back in the world. That was wild. And you do see Eli a little bit with his own family and just see the dichotomy there of him trying to play it straight with that wife who wants to believe that her husband's a police chief and that her brother-in-law is a freaking... Whatever he is. What is he? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> he's like a, what is he? He's like a county commissioner? County, or no, something? he's yeah. county, well, he was. Treasurer or something? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she, 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 of course, annoys me because uh, there's also sort of a storyline that filters into season four with uh, Eli's oldest son going to college. But, right, right, right. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think it's crazy. But the, you're right, Brendan. The the Eli sort of trying to figure out how he's going to be after he gets out of jail. Because uh, I, I wouldn't think it takes several. The episodes. gangster Nucky would overlook that. I thought he was more cold and calculating than he turned out to be. Well, I thought he would. Well, he, he also needed him. He eventually he gets there, him. but yeah, he needed. He him. needed him at yeah, the time. Yeah. That's. And that's where that's you have part. to become savvy when you're watching the show and yep. that you have to start to understand that every move is done in a calculated way. So yep. he didn't kill him doesn't mean that he wants him alive. It that's just right. means that he needs him alive right now. Um, and that's kind of an, a, an overriding theme throughout the, the show is, is everyone's making chess moves with people's lives yeah. based on the necessity to have them around. Yep. And unfortunately, you know, Nucky is not thinking in a passionate way of this is my, you know, the same blood courses through our veins. Exactly. It's, I need him around for a while so I won't kill him now. Yeah. I felt a little bit, although it's not a one-to-one comparison, I felt a little bit of the uh, Michael Fredo relationship. Yeah. Totally. For sure. I think there's a huge shy there, I mean, it's it's definitely, there's a hint of that. And, you know, the the favored son versus the the other guy. Kind of the, yeah, the... And the lost the, soul, the right. wandering soul of the yeah. family, right? And in this season, Nucky definitely floats away from Margaret. Yeah. But he, yeah. you know, he gets that other girlfriend, and she's doing her thing with the women's clinic and all That's that right. other stuff. But he seems to me to be sort of using Eli's family as a way to get what he's not getting from Margaret, which is, let me be nice to these people. Let me be a patriarch here. Let me help these poor little fuckers since their dad was in jail and it's feeding his yeah. it's feeding his ego need to, it's feeding, it's feeding his, his ego, ego massively right, right and his need to be seen as a good guy well, I think um, I think he it, you and know keep that family yeah thing intact one thing about him is as a character is is that despite the fact that he's as calculated now after season two he's this full-blown gangster He's still a guy who wants to feel like he's important on a personal level to people, right? Yeah. He needs that to feed his ego, yeah. to feed his... And it helps him know. feel like he's okay. It makes right. him human. It makes he says, it, well, I can't really be this bad of a guy right. if, I'm, if I'm doing this. Totally this, humanizes for the, it, him for this as a family. person. Right. right. Uh, but, you know, one could argue that that sort of hypocrisy is the, is the, worst, is the worst way to live anyway. But... Um, Anyway, the Eli relationship is complex, and it's really, really fascinating. I actually think season three is the most balanced um, in the way that the the war is portrayed between Chicago, uh, New York, and Philly a little bit, um, and Atlantic City, and the way that sort of all plays out. And then Jip is just the the wrench in the whole story. I mean, he, he is a catalyst, and he is... Obviously, um, a clever way to tell that story, but he is bananas. I mean, the most aggressive, most egregious. When he when he beats that priest. I mean, violence. Violently beats that. I priest. mean, significant. He's violence. in everyone's business. Yeah. From the get go, he yeah. wants a piece of everything. He wants to take people out and take over their their operation no matter who it is he wants the whole apple yeah. he doesn't want to bite of it right yeah. and that's I mean that's God, I mean this was such a great performance by him and unbelievably I like that he he portrays that sort of confidence and that sort of I'm the man mentality 
But then when you see him in his like his home life or when he's with Mazaria or whatever, right. he's a he's a peon. He's a soldier. He's not right. a general at all. Well, and, and to, to equate it to uh, to any of our sports fans who may be listening, he's like the Dexter Manley of <laughs> the gangster world, right? He's the guy who's sitting there reading the Wall Street Journal. Uh, or pretending to read the Wall Street right. Journal pretending. while he can't read. Right. 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 He's, he is totally putting on a show. And well, the I mean, o- but the only way he knows how to act on that, to, to exercise right. that power, is through violence. Yeah. So this guy People that are that violent are right. overcompensating for an incredible amount of insecurity. Yeah, deficiencies, insecurities, they're, yeah. Yes. I mean, he's reeking of those, but he's so compelling in this uh, in this dramatization of this person. I mean, he's gigantic on the screen. He's absolutely amazing. Definitely larger than life. Yeah. Right? He really stood out on the show from the and second he, he came a in. flavor to the show. Yeah. He, he owns the whole season. He really he does. That and I'm trying to think if I mean, this is stupid, but I'm, I think that I maybe was pregnant during this season. Yeah, probably. And I don't know if it was me. The emotion. Emotion, uh, horrible. Yeah. But, I mean, it, this was a thing where I was like, I, was like, I can't watch it. I, yeah, I can't yeah, get up. I got a lot, I got a, you know, a lot more squeamish about violence um, since <laughs> I during got pregnant yeah, right. since I had the baby. That's funny. Than I used to be. That's but, good. um I just can't. I mean, it was it was exhausting to watch Chip because I you're like, it. God, you're a maniac. You know, on, on another level, and I know probably Buscemi doesn't feel this way because he's such the quintessential professional, but yeah. how would you feel if you were an actor on that show who had been there for two or three seasons and here comes this might this guy who just absolutely he's a freight train wrecks a freight everything. Train. He absolutely yeah. dominates the show. He takes over. He dominates the show. I don't know that you could get away with that character with many actors. I really don't. I mean, no. Well, the truth is, I I, I don't know how I feel if I was a uh, one of the character actors that you described. But as far as Nucky goes, I mean, he's got to be slow and steady. I mean, he's well, he's never going to change the story, and he's yeah. going to got he's not getting killed anytime soon. You know, I well, mean, he's that's not. His yeah, story. I mean, he, he can't change his personality. I mean, he can shift. He can have his shifts from. Half gangster to full gangster, he can take baby steps to becoming the animal that he is. But he's there, yeah. He's there. But how do you feel? Like from let's look at it from the outside in. But you know, as an actor, I'm an actor. I'm on this show. I have a good part. I'm chalky, right? Oh, I love. I'm chalky, who's a great character. Who we haven't given a lot of. uh, We've given him a little bit of time, but we haven't given him a lot. But yeah, you know, yeah, he comes from big in season four. But how do you feel if you're Chalky? And you've done epic performances in season one and season two. Season two particularly is when he kicks into high gear. Uh, and then along comes Jip in season three. And he just rolls over. He steamrolls yeah. everything. He's I think so it's a dominating. testament to the actor. I well, mean, it's a testament to the actor. I mean, every freaking preview in season three yeah. was Jip. Yeah. He's a maniac. I mean, and he dominated the storyline. Um, well, I think everyone yeah. could see sort of when... I mean, I assume when they were handed the scripts or when they saw him perform, this he was, was the candle that burned twice as bright but yeah. half as long. Right, right. He right. was coming in Absolutely. like a fire. Well, I don't storm. know how long you could sustain something right. like that, right? And, and that, that, well, but I mean, in this, the arc of this series, I mean, they may not have known it was only going to season five and may not have realized when the end was, but the end was not far after season five. If it no, was going to no, be yeah. longer, right. right? Six. Right. Um, so everyone. Knowing the arc of the way 
these sort of dramas go, the middle act, act three in a three-act play or whatever it is, is always where the most conflict happens, the most ass-kicking yeah, happens in, yeah. in the middle, right? So this was effectively the middle, depending on how you want to cut it. And they knew someone had to be that, that guy. That I guy. also feel that, you know, I mean, that, to, to take out the performance in and of itself... There, there is an arc. I think that this season was one of the most perfectly balanced yeah. in terms of the story and the writing because basically you had to have an epic force, Jip, to pull, to be able to bridge that gap where Rothstein and Nucky were going to come together to know. shut him out. I don't know because if it was the most balanced. Because there had to be a big reason to sort of gang up on this dude and take the whole New York situa- you know, situation. Because the direction. last, say, three episodes... Were so intense and so much violence. I, I three or four. I don't. Maybe even two. Um, where the war was happening and Capone teams up with Chalky and they are fighting on in in, in Nucky's stead, effectively, and taking out Mazaria's guys and and taking down um, or chopping the legs out of Jip and whatever. Um, the last quarter of that season is just a firefight. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure the yeah. first three quarters balance it off that well. It's, it's, it's well, what do we get? I mean, but. at the end, what do we get? We got, I think in the final episode of season three, we got like 67 kills in the final <laughs> episode. I mean, I mean Jip is dead, Monkey wins the war, and Margaret number. leaves him. Well, and I mean, it, it's very, I, I love the prophetic nature of Jip's uh, end in, uh, you know, when he With gets his, stabbed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's full-scale uh, war in Atlantic City. But it's very Shakespeare. The end of it's very it is. Shakespearean. It is, it is, with him ways, getting right? stabbed. With him yeah. getting taking stabbed. A leak and then, yeah. yeah, taking a leak and then getting, <laughs> getting two <laughs> shots to the stomach. That's the Atlantic City part of right. the Shakespearean. It's, uh... <laughs> I just I, I love the whole arc, and I and you know as much as I was disappointed that Jip was dead because I wanted more Jip, I, I couldn't we, take any more. I think we got as much Jip yeah. as we needed to get. I yeah. could not it's take like, any more. It's you know, and I don't want to jump off into other shows too much, but like Homeland, um, I don't know I don't if you guys it. watch Homeland, but he needed to die, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he had to go. He had to go because he had run his course, right? I he mean, had done his thing. How much more of this can we possibly take? Yeah. Living on the edge of our seats, you know, wondering who's going to. You know what poor nun is going to get whacked by Jip? Uh, he's he's looking purpose. at him the wrong way. Uh, and one of the things that we that this season does pretty well is set up the, for lack of a better term, the next generation of gangsters. The right. Meyer Lansky, the yeah. Lucky Luciano. L- yeah, Charlie yeah. Luciano. They start trying to get their to find their footing. And well, they, the arc starts going there, right? I mean, right. you start seeing the tilt, right? They start the Jip thing doing a, a heroin operation. Yeah, right. Now we're associated into, with Mazaria or not, or it's a whole thing. Well, you get into that whole shift in the gangster world, and and they're above their heads too. Like they they're way oh, out of their way league. They're, they're they can't way out of their league at this point. Uh, and they've got the ties to uh, to Arthur Rothstein, yeah. Arnold Rothstein, and yeah. they've got. Um, they've got the drug thing, which at the time was a very new flavor yeah. to the gangster world, and touched on in the Godfather films. Yeah, I mean, at, the, at a, roughly the same time. Right, yeah, right about the same time, right? And that was just a new introduction, and in how the old guard didn't want a part of it, and the new guard was going to do it no matter what the old guard wanted, but they were going to do it behind their back. And yeah. we, there's conflict there that you're going to see come to a resolution in a bad way, right? Yeah, because right, it always does, and uh, just just kind of a 
I I thought season the end of season three and blending into season four was very well done, and it season three really set the table nicely for season four. Yeah, we got our third act, yeah. which is you're right. That's the, the always violence, the catalyst right? act in any given play, right? Uh, it's where the most drama or activity happens, yeah. and then it leads us right down this path of kind of a steady dose of violence, anger. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just worked. And then I want to touch on a couple things. Um, Margaret takes up with uh, Owen, Owen again, yes. um, sort of extending that relationship. We kind of know where that is heading. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, uh, Michelle, you mentioned that Margaret sort of putting her time and effort into the, the Sanitary conditions at the hospital, and that's a whole right. She really pours there. into that. Yeah, the kids get involved, and I didn't like that exactly arc. There. By the yeah. way, I, I wasn't a fan of it. I wasn't. I think at that point we got we had too much Margaret, right? Yeah. I think so, they yeah, were too. trying to force yep. feed us Margaret, and it needed to kind of die down. It sort of parallels though, then Capone and the the couple of insights into his little home life and his deaf son, and how he handles that, and he's not great with it. No. Uh, that's a whole thing. Um, and then we get into Nucky and Owen yeah. plan the move against Mazaria. Yeah. Right. Owen's sort of a key character at that point. Right. He's definitely acting as some sort of sidekick, conciliary, something. Right. Is, is it this series or... Is it season four where they go to Ireland and they find that big cache of whiskey? Do you remember that? Three. No, it might be four. Oh, and they bring it back. Owen was involved. I think Owen doesn't Owen die at the end of the season, right? Yes, he does. So it's got to be during this season where he goes to. They go back to. I'll say Belfast. I I don't know. It's it's. I think it's Northern Ireland somewhere. Um, There's a whole. He Nucky finds a new source of. Whiskey, not having to rely, rely on everybody else. And he's they got trading sort guns. Of, yeah, right. when they were trading guns for whiskey. He's got the guns from uh, left over from the war. He, uh, Nucky goes and finds this uh, uh, ammo depot with all these guns and stuff. Uh, and, of course, I think Mickey Doyle's there, and he makes a mess with it. <laughs> of course, Mickey Doyle. That guy's a maniac. He's, he's secretly one of my favorite characters. <laughs> he's so annoying. He's, sort of, he's always there. That he's voice. always fucking up. That little... Like, maniacal laugh. <laughs> yeah, he does. He has, like, a cartoonish laugh. I think in, in a different series, that actor and that character could be a whole thing. <laughs> I think that's very good. Uh, all right. Uh, Margaret becomes pregnant with Owen's baby. Yes. That's a whole thing. Sets Nucky off eventually when he finds out. Um, what... Maybe the most interesting temporary relationship is when Eli brings Capone back from Chicago. Oh, yeah. Nucky's sort of very vulnerable. He's in this lumber yard uh, trying to sort of regroup. Regroup, and, yeah. And yeah. figure out what's happening, uh, fight his battles. That was very curious. Eli, Eli brings in Capone. Yeah. And it's Capone and Chalky who are the... Defenders of Nucky and Eli. Uh, that yeah. was really interesting. They, these two sort of, at the time, underlings, 
fighting the war for these big shots. Right. right. Yeah, because at that point, Capone is really not the centralized not character the guy that we are... But he didn't know, hesitate to... Uh, to suit up for that. Nucky, or uh, not Nucky, uh, Capone, Capone is almost like Jip in that he's quick to violence. Like, right. If something, as soon as something turns bad, he's going to throw the first punch. He's in. Um, all right. Basically, uh, Chalky and Capone massacre uh, Maseria's. I can never Maseria's men. Too many Italian names. <laughs> uh, we need some Irish people. That's right. I, I can say Murphy just fine. <laughs> yeah, Murphy. <laughs> O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with an O, I'm in. But yeah. On that. Uh, and then Richard, uh, oh, sort of, he, he takes Tommy away from uh, Jillian. That's yes. a whole, that's the whole kid that was the, connection yeah, that I don't was, like. I, I, mean, didn't, I get it, but I don't like it. He takes Tommy away and gives it to his new girlfriend, uh, Julia. Uh, Julia and her family. And that family really solidifies Sigorskis. that relationship. Yeah. yeah. Solidifies it, it, and it really humanized him in a lot of ways. Because He's we saving had the seen kid him from as this maniac right. of Jillian. Yeah. This hired killer. We knew he was a, he was an okay guy, but that's all we had seen him in is situations where he was being used for sharp sharpshooting skills. Yeah. So this really did kind of humanize him in a lot of ways. Uh, I thought they overreached with that, yeah. that arc. I think so, That too. arc, but... Yeah. Uh, I did, too. It didn't really it, move but, Nucky's story for But what it right. was leading to was right. the end of season four <coughs> when he has the bloodbath, right? Yeah. Yep. So I think they were teeing that all up by using that as kind of like... Well, their, and they were, I course. mean, in terms of teeing it up, they were definitely trying to show how invested he was and how close he was to how a normal real life. It, how real it was to him, yeah. right. And yeah. then that made his commitment in the season four to doing what had to be done yep. even stronger. Right. Because you knew what he was giving up. So, alright, and then to wrap up season three, and this is all big stuff that we're going to hit in about two minutes. So it's, <laughs> really, it's, it's an hour worth of talk, but um, Nucky uses political connections to settle a score with Rothstein uh, Richard gives Tommy. We talked about that. Right. Uh, Rossetti then meets with his, his remaining two or three henchmen uh, on orders from Nucky. Jip's uh, guys uh, stab him to death while he's taking a piss on the beach, uh, which is amazing because there's, there's a Nucky <laughs> tie to Jip's death. Um, Nucky finds Margaret, and they end the relationship. It's over, supposedly. She's off to Brooklyn, Brooklyn right? She's off to live by herself with the kids in a small apartment. And Toil and anonymity. Yeah, back to reality. Um, <laughs> only to be, only to be touched, right. And then um, while he's now lonely, everything he had is gone. I mean, there's no Margaret, there's no Jimmy. Eli is a, that's a whole different relationship there. Um, he is now retaken in Atlantic City. He's back to being and a guy. He is he is at this point turned into quite the sociopath. Right, right. You know, he has gone from a guy who is trying to cling to any kind of a family, right? kind of a relationship-driven world to, I'm the boss, and I'm going to get shit done. And I think at the end of this season, you see it like that, I mean, yeah. most clearly, that he's most concerned with power. I mean, he yeah. needs to be in charge. He's a power And if he's guy. not, then he it's a problem. Right. And, and, and now he's back in charge. Right. Teeing up season four. 
Sorry for the abrupt end of the show, but for the first few episodes where we recap each season, we recorded them all in one sitting and needed to break up the discussion into consumable, bite-sized pieces centered around each season. Thank you for listening to the Boardwalk Breakdown podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Boardwalk Break. Future episodes of this podcast will focus on a single episode of Boardwalk Empire, 